Father, we thank you. We bless your name as we go into your word. Speak to us this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever you plan to plant in our heart today, Father, we pray, Almighty God, you will plant it and you will wet it for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's put our hearts together as we have our seats. Please be seated. Uh, don't be surprised you are seeing me standing here again. Last week I was here. It's part of the, what we just had promised for the week. What is promised for the month, rather? The promise for the month, who can tell me? Quickly. What? Share each other's burden. Yeah, that is the promise for this month. And that's exactly what is happening. That's why you are seeing me also standing here. That's why you are seeing Brother Emmanuel standing here. We all know what has happened to Pastor. And uh, I'm happy that the council member quickly rallied around him. We share his responsibility immediately so that the peace of mind will be for him. So I, I think you are looking at how to share someone's responsibility. So that promise for the month say, share each other's burden. And in this way, obey the law of Christ. Brother was talking about it here. And that is where we will continue. So today's message is tied to share each other's burden. Share each other's burden. That is still taken from that same scripture of uh, promise for the month. Galatians 6, 2. When you look, that is NLT, that's how NLT has put it. When you look at NKG, New King James Version, it says, Bear one's burdens as to fulfill the law of Christ. That's how NKG has put it. So when we talk about share each other's body, first, we need to understand what is body itself. What is body itself? We need to understand this. I will just go straight and describe it. Body can be load. It can be trouble. It can be cargo. It can be affliction. It can be problems. It can be inconveniency. It can be responsibility. It can also be hardship. I hope you are not thinking that why should I share from all those things? Even joy also is part of a body. You know why? When you are overjoyous, that is when you land yourself in trouble at times. Hallelujah. So first, like I said, and so on, there are a lot of uh, definitions that you can give to bodies. Body comes in different shapes. It can be very small. And don't think that, that because that body is very small, that it will have high effect on you. We know soldier ant. Soldier ant is very small, but when he enters through your pant, you will throw everything off. You will never have that type of body in the mighty name of Jesus. So body comes in different shapes. It might be big, small. At times, it is bearable. You endure it. At times, it is unbearable. At least, you will feel it. That is what we mean by body. So the promise for this month... The scripture is calling us 
to cheer one another's burden. Like I told you, when the event that happened to pastor's wife, mother's happened, the first thing that comes to his mind, okay, today, tomorrow, and some other programs. But quickly the council member decided that, yes, we have to take it upon ourselves. It is cheered. So what does it mean now to share or to bear body? Share body means to take away or carry off the weight someone else is experiencing. You are not taking everything. You just take part of it away because it's shared. It's not say take away. If you want to take my burden, I will give you. Amen? Especially financial burden. Because brother said, we thought burden is always linked to financial. So, in essence, what we are saying is that you are bringing somebody relief. You are relieving somebody and comfort someone. Somebody might be in distress. You are trying to comfort him or her. Whatever be the challenge situation, when you talk to that person, like brother said, a lot of people are committing suicide because they don't have anybody to talk to. When, when you share somebody's burden, it might be the word that you are speaking out that will bring him to his sense. That thing that is troubling his mind, when you share part of it, brother, sister, you are not alone. We are with you in this battle. When it happens that way, you are sharing the body. I think typical example that we normally experience when it comes to sharing body is maybe when somebody lost his job. I think, I'm sure we are all doing that here. We try to share the body by providing grocery and some other things to that. A lot of people are doing it. Drop offering in the, an envelope in the offering, just write name at the back. They are sharing the body, financial body. So when you do this, you are fulfilling what God wants you to do. Because you have taken away part of the trouble that is troubling the brothers or the sisters. So by this, as I said, you have carried that weight, at least for that moment. You carry it away and you will feel loved. When you share my body, you share my concern, I will feel loved, I will be happy. So begin to think of whom you are going to share his or her body with. But come to think about it, why is he saying we have to share body? Why Jesus is asking us to share body or bear bodies? The answer is in that same Galatians 6 too. That answer, that the reason for that is there. When you go to the last part, he says, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Brother, talk about it here. When you share the body, you fulfill the what? Are we sleeping? When you share the body, we fulfill what? Yeah, I want to hear from you. This is not monologue. You talk, I talk. If you don't talk, I will. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen? So, Let's go back to two statements Jesus said about the law when he was asked. Brother, talk about it here. Matthew 22, 35 to 40. Matthew chapter 22, 35 to 40. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, you shall love the Lord your God 
with all your heart. That is one. Yeah, you shall love. Yeah, go again over it again. You shall. You shall love shall. the Lord your God with okay. all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Okay. And this is the first and great commandment. That's the first one. Okay. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. These two commandments hang in all the laws and the prophets. The two commandments hang all laws and the prophets. When you consider this statement, you understand why Jesus asked us to share body. Why the promise for this month? I think I love the, the month that this promise is coming. December time is coming. You need to begin to think of who to share his body. Bless somebody. Christmas is coming. Begin to think of how you will share their body. You put smile to somebody's face as the year is drawing to close. So by sharing bodies, you are showing the love of God. That's what it means. By loving your neighbor as yourself, you are sharing, you are sharing the body and you are showing the love of Christ. So if you are faced with a body, will you want help? Will you want help? I'm happy I had yes because if you are not proud when you face with anybody, you, all, you require help. The answer is yes, as you have said. And also, if you need someone who face body and you are in the position to help, will you? Thank you. And the answer also is yes. In these two instances, you have been fulfilled the law of Christ. When you allow your body to be shared by someone and you accept it, you are fulfilling the law of Christ. Either you are being loved or you are loving your neighbor. In these two instances, you are fulfilling what? The law. Thank you, brother. So, Jesus is requiring you and I to share the burdens of our neighbors, of our brethren, so that we can do what? We can fulfill the law of Christ. So sharing body was also an Old Testament issue. It is in the Old, Old Testament. Let's see what the scriptures say from the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 15, 7 to 8. Deuteronomy 15, 7 to 8. And if there is among you a poor man of your brethren within any of your gates in your land, which the Lord your God has given you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from Thank the you, brother. Let's man. stop there. You shall not do what? Shut your hand. You shall not harden your heart nor shut your, your hand. When you shut your hand, if you do like this, you are not ready to give. You need to open your hand and give. Read on, brother. But you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient as he needs, whatever he needs. With this, even from the Old Testament, you are fulfilling what? The law of Christ. You shall not close your hand. Open your hand. Open your mind. Share the body. Give to him. But there's a warning. There's a warning somewhere. When you share or bear the body, 
Let's look at Deuteronomy 15, verse 9 and 10. Beware, lest there be any wicked thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year is the year of release, is, a, is at hand, and your eyes be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing, and he cry out to the Lord against you, and it becomes a sin among you. You shall surely give to him, and your heart should, be, should not be grieved when you give it to him, because... For this thing the, law, the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all which you have, he has put in your hands. Verse 10 is saying, you shall surely give to him and your heart should not be grieved when you give. Don't let it be, oh, if not because of me, he won't be wearing that slippers. If not because of me, he will not eat. When you share body, don't allow your heart to be grieved. Don't think you are being forced to do it. Do it wholeheartedly. By doing this, you are doing what? Fulfilling the love of Christ. Christ. Amen. So, in a simple form, help your brother and sister that are in need. Brother said it here, not all are financial assistance that are required. If they are carrying a weight, you find a way to help, lift it off with them. Help them. Don't leave them hanging or stranded. That, you see, sometimes you say, okay, how much am I earning? I'm earning just 300 reals, 200 reals. That is not enough. Believe me, brother, if you give one real credit, Noras or Oredu or Ayak to somebody, it's part of the body. You are sharing it. When you are saying it is not enough, you become stingy. And when you do this, when you share the body, the blessing of God is upon you because you are fulfilling the law. This month we are being reminded, share the body of your brethren. Don't leave them angry, as I said. This doesn't mean you have to always be the one to lift the weight. Don't say, Francis have told us we have to share. It's share, not take. Not take everything, share. Don't allow it to hang or stranded. Sometimes you can simply be the person that will connect them. You might not be the, the one to help. But true information, information is very vital. If you have the right information, you are looking for a job, somebody is looking for a job, and he's not getting that information, you get the information. Share that information with him. With him or her. By this, you are fulfilling the law of Christ. Because one day, you might find yourself to be in that position that will be looking for the same type of help. So let's always be willing to, cheat, to share each other's burden. I said, burden, sharing burden was in Old Testament. Well, what about New Testament? Let's see. Sharing or bearing burden was a New Testament reality. Amen. We know, I believe, we all know what I'm going to talk about here. The apostles, Acts of Apostles, chapter 2, verse 44 to 45. Now all who believed were together 
and all thing and had all things in common they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need you see sharing there is no they are not saying this is mine that is mine that that is hers that is his they sold everything and they share it let's look at acts 4 32 to 35 now the multitude of those who believed were in one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of these things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in they common. They had all things in common, yes. And, when, and, with great, and with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrections of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked. None for, among them lacked. Because of what? Because they all, shared together. Amen. Read on, brother. For all who were possessed, possessors of land and houses sold them and brought and proceed, the thing, proceed of the things that were sold. They brought and, the proceed of the sold. And what happened? And they laid them at the apostles' feet. And they distributed to each as, everyone, as anyone had need. According to their need, they begin to give them. That is sharing in the Old Testament. As you, can, as you have seen, that sharing burning was a key attribute of early church. That is what they do. They motivate them by themselves. And the grace of God has motivated them powerfully that they are able to, none is thinking that, we thought this much I have because that record was not there. They all sh sold whatever they have. I'm sure many of us we may not want to do that. And we know those who refuse to do that during in the scripture. We know what happened to them. May God protect us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They look out for each other's. As we can see from that verse. And these are the key points that I want you to take note. The believers were together. They were one in heart. And what does that mean? Unity. United. They united together. They had everything in common. When they have everything in common, that is community. It's a community. Because everything, community of brethren that are fulfilling the law, Praise the Lord. They sold property and gave to everyone who had need. And what is that? That is generosity. They are not thinking, no, I have too much, or my own is higher, my own is more. No, they didn't look at it that way. What they have done is that they share it generously. They share it among themselves. There was no needy person among them. Who are these them? They become family. Because I know you cannot allow your family to suffer. This early church, they become family. I believe this is a demonstration of what Jesus means by asking us to share and bear the burdens of one another. Just simply make sure that you know the people that are around you. You know what is bothering their mind. Believe me, it's not all that is financial. The simple word of encouragement. When you share the simple word of encouragement, you take that burden away. They will smile. 
and they feel relief. Find out what is your neighbor's burden. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So there are many ways to share or bear burden of one another. It might be spiritual burden. Like I said, burden comes in various shapes. If someone is struggling, in fact, when you read that, uh, I think Galatians 6, I think the next uh, home set studies, I think is coming in that area. When you read that Galatians 6, you will know exactly what I'm about to say now. When somebody is struggling in sin and he has come to you, brother, this is what I'm going through. Sister, this is what I'm going through. How could you help me? Instead of mocking him, pray along with him. Exhorting with the word of God. Cite scripture references to help him. With this, you are sharing his body. Organize a Bible study to help. Above all, be willing to pray. Be willing to pray for him or her. We all have the responsibility to help when our brother and sister are stuck in sin. We have that responsibility. I have, you have it. You need not to mock him or her. Be willing to pray for him. Don't judge. Don't judge him. Find a way to restore him. By doing that, you are sharing his or her body. So, those who are spiritually mature, I'm talking to you. Share their body. Exhort them with God's word. Shepherd those that are in distress with gentleness. Not with harsh word. Don't tell him that with what you are doing, you are going to hell. You are not helping him. Don't throw him away. Don't condemn him. Don't reject him. Hallelujah. It might be financial burden. We all know that. The little that you can contribute to help. How you can help him. Like I said earlier on, you know he's not having job and or he's having job but the salary is very small. Like the church of God is doing. At the end of the every year, in December time, church, the home cell leader identified various group of people. And the church shared their body. They put smile on their table. That is part of sharing. I will not talk much about the financial body. What about family body? Find out the body. Schedule time with the family. Some family are going through challenges. It might be the marriage. It might be the, the, the child or children. They might be going through a tough time when they share this with you. Talk to them with the word of God. Speak to them. By doing so, you are fulfilling the law of Christ. There are many other burdens that people carry. Many other burdens that people carry. Even as we sit here, if there is anything troubling you, leave it for Jesus. Begin to talk to Jesus. Lord, this is the burden. That is, this is what is bothering my mind. Prevention, you know somebody who can be of help. Speak out. 
A sick person will never get healed if he's not talking to doctor. Hallelujah. People might be going through sorrow or grief. Speak to them. What happened to Sister Venmati's mother? She was not expecting it. When some of us were talking to her, she became so emotional. But we speak to her. Hallelujah. And the comfort is there. By speaking to her at that point, we share the body. What about sickness and aging? Somebody is on the sick bed. Assure him. This is to testify to the glory of God. You are comforting him. You are sharing his body. Emotional difficulties, emotional scar of the past. See, find somebody in that way. Speak the word of God to them. That is how to share their body. When you speak the word of God to them, you will lift them up from that position they are. You are taking them to a new position. What about difficult marriage? Children with special needs. Share the body. It is not their fault. Not the fault of the parent. Share the body. See where you can be of help. And help. Unemployment or underemployment. These are the areas we can share the body. Brother, just simply look for a way to help. Alleviate the weight people are experiencing. In Nigeria, sometimes we have poverty alleviation. Government is trying to eradicate poverty. They want to share the body. At times, you may not be able to take everything. I'm not also saying you should take everything. Share. That is the promise for this month. Share. Do what you can. Because that little bit you are doing helps. Hallelujah. Try to spend time with people that are emotionally distressed. Spend time with them. You are sharing what? Sharing, when you do that, what are you doing? You are sharing their body. Thank you. Developing relationship with each other. Find trustworthy people to open up to. Somebody you can trust. Open up to him and her. All these require time and relationship. It requires fellowshipping as our team for this year. If you don't fellowship with anybody, immediately after the service, you get yourself out of the door before you know you are in the car park, you zoom off. You are not fellowshipping. When you fellowship, I'm sure if I, if, if I come outside this door, I, my face just frown. People will ask me, oh, Francis, what is your problem? Why? Because I always make myself happy. God bless you, sister, you smile. Hallelujah. <laughs> Smile. Fellowship with people. When you fellowship with people, people will see you when you are in distress. If you are not too proud. You need help, I need help. Brothers and sisters, share or bear one's burdens. Require the love of Christ. When you have the love of Christ in you, you will share the burden. But there's something that just came to my mind now. I think uh, 
Um, maybe some of you are thinking that uh, well, there's, a, there's an ancient question in Old Testament. I'm sure none of you is thinking that way. And the ancient question, that question is from the time of Cain and Abel. Let's look at Genesis 4, verse 9. Genesis chapter 4, verse 9. Then the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? You know the question now? Are you asking the same question? Francis keeps saying, Share the body, share the body. Am I, am I my brother's keeper? Don't ask this question. You have responsibility to your brother, to your fellow Christian. You have that responsibility to look out for one another. Don't ask that kind of question. Am I, am I my brother's keeper? God is good, brethren. Not in a judgmental sense, but for restoration. When you correct people that are in sin. We cannot just look the other way, pretend you don't know. That's why we are being reminded this month, share the body. Don't pretend, don't look at the other side. Who remember the story of somebody in the scripture that someone look at, some people look at the other side? Who remember? You go Samaritan, God bless you, pastor and sister. Yeah, many people look the other way around, even pastor, even... The, the, Le- the Levites, they look the other way around. Don't do that. Share the body. The scriptures say, Romans 12, verse 15 and 16. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not be arrogant. Don't say, no, it doesn't belong to my class. Don't be too proud. Be willing to what? To associate, to fellowship. As family, we should be concerned about everything that affects our brothers and sisters. In Christianity, we cannot be an island. You can't be an island. You need to fellowship with people. And when you fellowship, you share the body. By this, you are fulfilling the law of Christ. Philippians 2, verse 4. Let each of you look out not only for your own interest, but also for the interest Don't of others. Don't be selfish. Don't look out for your own interest. Please, don't link everything you are hearing out to financial only. Because most time our mind will go to financial sector. No. In so many ways. If you are saved, you have been delivered, and you see somebody, you need to bring them back. If you see a lost sheep, try. Share the body. Ask questions. In my office, whenever there is a puja, I follow them to see what they are going to do. I see what they are doing, and I ask questions. With this also, they ask me questions. With this, I'm able to share my own belief with them. 
Hallelujah. Matthew 5.42 Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow, and for, from you who do not turn away. Yes, give to who? Who needs help from you? I said not just financial help. Some other helps are there. Don't look the other way around. Don't feel you are not concerned. Somebody is telling you about his son or, or daughter. I don't understand why my daughter is behaving this. I don't understand why my son is even giving me headache all the time. This is what has happened. Don't just say, this is how the children of nowadays behave. No. Don't add salt to the injury. Encourage him. Tell him or her, sister, brother, sit him or her down. Talk to him. Don't be tired of it. With this, you are sharing part of the problem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 22:39. Matthew 22:39. And this is the sec- and this is the second and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 40. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. Yes. And the second is, love your neighbor as yourself. By doing this, you will share the body. Matthew 7, 12. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Therefore, whatsoever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. So in everything, do to others what you will have them to do to you. For this sum up the law and the prophet. Whatever you want others to do to you, you do to them. Above all, Jesus Christ is the ultimate burden sharer. Jesus bore our sin, bore the burden of our sin. He not only bore the burden of our sin, he took the weight of everything that comes with the body of sin. And listen to what he said, Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Come to me, all you are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For, your yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When you think of why Jesus asked to be a body, it is because we are following his example. And that example is what we have just heard. Bearing each other's body is not always easy. It's not easy. Sometimes it may require little sacrifice. You might need to travel from that end to another end. It, need, it requires some sacrifice. However, it is a sacrifice to honor God. Hallelujah. And finally, Hebrews 13, 16. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God will be well pleased. Amen. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. That is the message for you today. As we have been told that the promise for this month is to share each other's body. 
But as you are sitting down, I want you to pray. Because the prayer is, Lord, help me to see the need of others. If you don't have this information, you will not know whom to share the burden is. Begin to talk to God. God, help me to see the need of others so that I can be part of their life. I can fulfill the law of Christ. Give me the heart of compassion that leave no one behind. Let all this be done by the power of your grace, Lord. Walk through me. Use me to bear, to share the burden of others. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. May God give us the grace we need to bear the people he called us to assist in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, right now, it's time for the communion. As we all know that every first Friday of the month, we have the Holy Communion. So very briefly, I just want to remind us what is communion. Communion is a sacrament that Jesus instructs us as his follower to partake in. It is a sacrament. You see, on the last day of Jesus' Passover with his disciples, he established that this should be done in his remembrance. So, Holy Communion is a reminder to us of what Jesus has done. It was not just a reminder, but it is being part of, it is, it is part of being a Christian. And only be, Holy Communion becomes holy event to the disciple of Jesus Christ. As the years passed, passed and the Christianity grew, it became more than just a memorial. It was not just a reminder, but part of being a Christian, as I said. So what is the purpose of the communion? It is a proclamation of gospel. As we have seen in the 1 Corinthians 11.26, we said, For whatever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The gospel is the good news. And that good news is that Christ came and died for our sins. When we partake in communion, it reminds us that Jesus has paid for our sins. And when we gather together in communion, we gather together in one mind and in one accord. It shows that we are in unity with one another and our mind is on Christ. Communion, the purpose of community is a focal point for Christian unity. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 17, For we, though many, are one bread and one body. For we are partake of that one bread. So, brethren, the communion unite us together. And when we come to the table, it is a time to look at our own heart. It is time to look at our own heart, to see our relationship with Christ. For us to examine ourselves, to examine our mind. Brethren, if Jesus is to return today, will you be ready to meet him? Examine yourself. You are one. 
not to take the Lord's Supper in a worthy manner. Let us get our heart right before him as we begin. Let's close our eyes. Let's take some right time now, some time now, before we commence to make sure that there is nothing stand between us and our God. Think deeply and examine yourself. Where are you today with your relationship with Jesus? In any relationship, it is always good to take time to review the good times. So what reminds you about the love that he has for you? Think back and look forward. Begin to ask yourself as you prepare to take the communion. Confess whatever sins and ask for forgiveness. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this time. You are the bread baker and wine maker. We give you thanks and praise. Lord Jesus, we bow before you in humility. As you ask to examine our heart today, reveal any secret pride, unconfessed sin, any unforgiveness that may be hindering our relationship with you. As we take the bread representing your life that was broken for us, we remember and celebrate your faithfulness to us and your death on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Jesus, for your extravagant love and unmerited favor. Bless the bread and the wine. Give us the understanding of holy meal and always receive it in a worthy manner. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, I want us to open our Bibles to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 33. We see the picture of our Lord Jesus there in verse 33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. The Lord met you and me in the place where we were fallen. Amen? And look at what he did. And when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went unto him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two dinarai and gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. God is telling you and I to bear one another's burden, and he has not left us empty. He has filled us 
to bear one another's burden. The question is, are you and I seeing the need of others? He saw our need. He came down and he lifted you and I from the miry clay. And he's saying, when you and I take care of others' need, when he comes, he will repay. You and I have taken the elements today as an expectation, not only as a confession of his finished work on the cross, but also as an expectation of his return. Let's rise up. Are you and I ready to meet him when he returns? Heavenly Father, once again we thank you, Lord God, Father, that you saw our lowly estate, you sent your son and you delivered us from the pit of sin. You lifted us up from the miry clay and you set us upon him, O Lord God. Father, just as, as, as we heard today, O Lord God, help us to see the need of others. As we cast our cares upon you, help us to bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill your law. Help us to love one another as you have loved us so that we will be known as yours, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, as we have partaken of your elements today, Lord, help us to live as you lived on this earth, O Lord God, as pure blameless children of yours, O Lord God, as the children of light, walking in the light as you are in the light, O God. I pray you will help us in the name of Jesus. And Father, as we look to your return, help us, O God, that we would not be found wanting in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us, O God, as we have partaken of you and help us to strengthen one another in you, in Jesus' name. We thank you once again for the time that you have spent upon us today, O Lord God. You have showered us your word. You have restored our soul, O Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your love upon us. As we go, O Lord God, may we shine your light in the power of your name. For it's in Jesus' name that we have asked and we have prayed. Amen and amen. Let's share the grace. And now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. God bless you.